Get to the church, blind! Get to the church, blind! Go! Now! I'm Pete Mitchell, and he's Peyton Jones, and you're listening to Hardcore Church Planning, the companion podcast for the Church Planner Podcast and Church Planner Magazine. Each week, we'll bring you interviews from planners who are in the trenches making it happen right now. These active church planners bear it all, share their successes, their failures, and what they'd wish they'd known when they were first starting out. Listen in to discover how God is working in their church plan. Have you ever had to prep a sermon and you just looked at your bookshelf and you didn't have enough of what you needed? Well, you don't have to do that. Go to Logos.com. Logos Bible Software has everything that you need at pretty much at your fingertips because you're literally typing stuff in and with the click of a mouse button, you can open the entire C.H. Spurgeon Library. You can look up original languages, word studies. I mean, this thing is like the Lollapalooza of church planning information. You can have a little mini concert in your sermon prep right there. All the greats kind of gathered around and picking their brains and putting them into your sermon. And you want to check out LogosBibleSoftware.com. They'll actually make you look smarter than you actually are. All right, guys, welcome to Hardcore Church Planting. This is Peyton Jones, and uh, I have today um, fancy titles are not happening. That is not happening. But I have on my show today Melissa and Stanley Patton, and they I bumped into these guys at Exponential. They had a booth there, and a couple of people kept saying to me, hey, you got to meet these guys. You got to hear what they're doing. And, uh, many of you know that, um, the, the way that I like to church plant is to start with people who don't go to church. Kind of weird. I know it's a little, little first century, kind of what Paul did. Kind of crazy to think you can do that again today. But, uh, these guys seem like they're doing it. And I got just a hint of their story. And, and I, I know about as much as you guys right now listening to this because when I heard just a little bit, I was like, okay. Travis, you got to book these guys, get them on here. So these are my guests. So that's not a very good introduction, uh, Melissa and Stanley Patton, but uh, the rest is up to you to fill in the blanks for the listeners. So welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having us. We're happy to be here. Thank you. And it's cool to have a husband and wife on here. That's That just rocks right there because uh, Priscilla and Aquila teams are kind of a thing. I dig that. So my <laughs> wife and I plant churches together. And, uh, I, I love, you know, you had, uh, Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers and Ginger made this statement. She said, remember everything Fred did, I did backwards and in high heels. So, you know, there you go, Melissa. So you guys are a team. You're doing this together. Tell us uh, a little bit about yourselves first and, uh, let us get to know you. Well, awesome. Thank you again for having us. And, uh, we're, we're really excited about this, this interview because we get to share the narrative of our story. And, uh, our story is, is, is really one, not for the ages, but just, you know, two people that are in love with each other and are in love with God. And we met during undergrad. Melissa was a junior in uh, college and she was a track runner. She ran on the Drake University track team. And I was kind of in the midst of transition at that point in time to Bible college at Moody Bible Institute. And we literally almost ran into each other uh, at a fashion show. And that's a whole nother story. <laughs> 
And he always has two versions of the story. Um, but I tell the better one, of course. And, and literally, that's where the love story began. Um, we both um, began dating and um, really decided that um, God had us being put in the same place at the same time. He went to Moody Bible Institute and I had a job offer in Chicago. So it worked out. <laughs> and I became a youth pastor in the area. We got married and then God gave us a call to plant a church. And we went off from Chicago back to Des Moines, Iowa, which is where she went through undergrad, where I'm originally from. We planted a church there and you know, we're there for a number of years. Great church, great people, great ministry opportunity. And then uh, we left for a existing church opportunity in the state of Florida, which is how we got to, you know, Melbourne, Florida in that area. And we, we served that church and it was a turnaround church. And so we kind of planted a church within a church. And I just knew that God had called me to plant churches for the rest of my life. And I wanted to be very catalytic in that. And me and Melissa are definitely entrepreneurial. We own a couple of different businesses. And, you know, when God finally gave us the, the okay literally on a beach in the Dominican Republic to plant Victory Church. We had to come up with a game plan and, you know, and God has been doing amazing things through the church ever since. So that's kind of the nuts and bolts, the cliff notes part of the, the story here. Well, no, that's, no, that's great. You guys, that's exactly what we want to hear. So tell us, tell us how Victory Church operates. Um, what, what is, I mean, not, sorry, not Victory Church, um, Victory Kids. Tell us a little bit about that because that's, that's what you had the booth for at Exponential. And I love that you started your church plant um, really by doing this Victory Kids. So is it fair to say this is kind of like a business's mission thing? Absolutely. And you start off the conversation talking about Paul and Priscilla and Aquila. And, you know, for all the church planters out there, I mean, those are our, you know, our theological heroes, our church plant heroes who who went to Rome and went to the marketplace and, you know, rented a house there, started a tent making business. And, you know, and obviously the church began to expand and blow up that way. And, and we have a very similar model. So we planted Victory Church, you know, with the onset of, of really trying to figure out a way that we can reach people, how we could raise support and how we could really redefine what the church really looked like uh, within that context. And so that's how Victory Kids Sports got going. And, and Victory Kids Sports is a lot of fun. It's an intentional um, model that we created um, from scratch in, in, in a way to um, fish for families. And so we have sports leagues all over the country um, and we help church planners and existing church pastors, um, as well as organizational community members set up sports leagues, um, help revitalize their um, camps and and vacation Bible school programs. And I think one of the biggest initiatives that Victory Kids Sports does for churches as well as for community members is it engages the local elementary schools. So we are in a multiplicity of different elementary schools providing full day and after school options for kids to not only play sports, but to really connect with um, their faith as well as their socio-emotional and pro-social um, abilities. I'm really having great conversations in light of all of the negativity that's going on um, in our, our news and in the, in the public. Um, Victory Kids Sports wraps their arms around children and allows them to have that second conversation, um, which is vital um, for their own well-being. That's and awesome. so we bring the fun, you know, we bring the fun to the church and, uh, you know, we try to bring the fun like like Justin Timberlake brought sexy back. We're trying to bring the fun back to church and and really just trying to do it 
in a non-assuming way so that way people know that christianity doesn't have to be boring it's kind of our our you know unofficial model that church doesn't have to be boring it could be exciting it could be you know well thought out it could be well planned um you know it could be a lot of food a lot of folks a lot of fun and uh, we're really excited to, to be in this space that's fantastic so let me ask you um your uh so victory kids if i came to it what is it like I, you know, I'm, I'm going to elementary school and one of my kids says, Hey, come with me to Victory Kids. Um, so I say, okay, cool. Pick me up at, you know, whatever time. What time are they going to pick me up? Where am I going to go? And what am I going to experience as I come through the door? So Victory Kids has a couple different departments and that's a really excellent question. So our, our school program, which we call Victory Days, which is a program that we market to pastors as well as community members, um, is an opportunity for kids after school gets out to go to an after-school club. And that after-school club is Victory Kids. And they come out, they have their Victory Kids shirts on, and they are going to learn a sport. But they're not going to just learn the sport, but they're going to do it in unison, just like they would do in their evening leagues um, when their mom and dad picks them up and goes to a six o'clock meet. It is an opportunity for them to learn every single aspect of that sport, um, starting with the fundamentals, starting with the proper stretching routines. And then we always transition in the last part of the, the course to an ability to actually um, play that sport, scrimmage, um, and do a lot of fun things that way. So that's one of the areas that we really support people. The other way is through traditional um, evening leagues. So those are the private pay families that are really looking for an opportunity to sign their kids up for games and tournaments and those sorts of things. And that comes in a variety of different sports, basketball, volleyball, soccer. Um, we have a lot of different sports that we provide opportunities for families to sign up for victory programs. Very cool. So how many people would you be running at Victory Kids on average through a through a week cycle? <laughs> I mean that that's that's a compounded question because there are thousands of people that go through the pipeline, you know, pretty much every single week. Uh, normally, a school might have three, four, five hundred kids in its you know in its program, and so we might take a sliver of that, and you cross multiply it by the amount of sites, so thousands. That's amazing. So how did you kind of connect with the schools? Um, how did, I mean, cause you know, here you guys are, you're, you're Christian entrepreneurs and I know it's not like, Hey, you know, who loved football kids? Jesus. You know, I know you're not, doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, like how did you approach the schools in a way that was advantageous where they said, Hey, you know, this is good for us. And yeah, you know, we see what you're trying to do. Tell us a little bit of that story, because I think a lot of church planners are hearing this going, wow, that's kind of cool. I wonder if that would work in my community with my schools and my neighborhood. Absolutely. I think that it, it can definitely work in, and like Melissa said, a multiplicity of, you know, communities and things like that. We're already seeing the reach of Victory Kids Sports, you know, start to go national. It's the reason why we took it to exponential. Uh, but uh, what it really comes down to, the secret sauce behind all of this is the fact that Melissa is really, really awesome at what she does. That's that's really, <laughs> wow. that's really the secret. I'm, I'm laying it on thick. Okay, so I'm laying it on thick. Melissa. Really <laughs> but but nobody yourself. else can have her but me. Okay, <laughs> that's just the way it is. Uh, Melissa is is awesome at what she does, and Melissa, you know, even though she's very humble and you know, and 
you know, and, and doesn't really like talking about it, but Melissa has a doctorate in education. So she speaks education language and, and she knows the culture and she's been an administrator at schools and things like that. So she knows exactly what to do. And I think, uh, thank you for the wonderful introduction, Stanley Patton. You're quite welcome. <laughs> uh, but no, I have lived in um, the world of education, um, as low as early education, um, K through 12, as well as as a, a college administrator and tenured faculty member. So, you know, it's, it's difficult for a pastor to go into a school and say, I'm pastor and I want to bring sports to your school. There's already uh, innuendos there that a school is not going to take very lightly of because they can't. Um, there's a separation there. Um, and that's why we really made the decision that we need to share our model with other churches um, and provide them with the opportunity to use our model, use the resources that we provide, use our programming and and have me get before their administrators and have that really, really delicate conversation. And it's something that we've been working on for years and it's it's working and schools are seeing the benefit of it. Um, and it's an exciting, exciting program um, for the families that participate in it, as well as the schools. They can check their boxes. If right. they need health and wellness programs, if they need sports programs, if they need socio-emotional mental health programs, they know that Victory Kids Sports is going to take care of them. Right. So let me ask you, if you've got, um, you know, uh, you've got this really rad uh, way that you guys are are reaching out to the community, and that's that's really helpful. Um, you are, I, I'm understanding you correctly. This is being opened up a lot wider for other church planners or churches to say, "Hey, rather than reinventing the wheel, we got two smart people here to put together something kind of cool." Um, what what you're saying is, "Hey, we'll work with you guys to help you kind of take Victory Kids." to your neighborhood. Is that kind of the, uh, the goal that you guys currently have? Absolutely. And it's, and it's more than just two people. We have an amazing staff that, that comes alongside uh, pastors. I mean, we have graphic designers and the whole shebang, a whole marketing team that comes behind a legal department. All those things are in place to make sure that we're in compliance, that everybody's happy. Uh, but at the same time, you know, our goal is really to help to advance the cause of Christ. We really want communities to know and understand who God is. And we believe that sometimes the greatest thing that we can do is to do that through a non-assuming way through sports and really use that as a tool and vehicle to bring them back to the church. And so we're really, we're really, really passionate about this. And we really want church planners, existing churches to know that, that we can do better. We can reach more people. And, uh, and we believe that, you know, through, through their education, we can definitely empower our community. Well, you're speaking my language there because one of my passions is actually, um, like we said in the beginning, is starting going where the people are, you know, going where they're at. We got a guy here in San Diego, a guy named Jim Bretz, who um, did something very similar um, and just exploded his church. The amount of conversions this guy sees is incredible. So um, I want to hear a little bit of your story in connection with uh you know, kids alive to, I'm sorry, <laughs> Victor, I'm saying his, uh, victory, um, uh, kids to victory church. How did you start your church, uh, with victory kids? Well, that, that's, that's the, the fascinating question of the day, I believe. And, and 
when we really, you know, brainchild how we would do this, we really wanted to create an assimilation package because we're reaching hundreds and thousands of kids. How do we matriculate them back to the church? And I think that that's what every pastor, every planter wants to know. And the way that we did it was develop a process and a pipeline for that. And so um, when we created Victory Kids Sports, not only did we have sports programming in schools, sports programming throughout the community, we had in subdivisions. I mean, we just went, you know, gangbusters and really just opened up, you know, kind of a, a plethora of platforms to be able to just go fishing in. Uh, we started to realize that we needed a way to get them back to the church. And the best way that we could do that was to invite them and build strategic relationships with them. And so, you know, our team came on board to really be a part of the leagues, to be a part of the process of, you know, of just becoming friends with people. And as a result of that, you know, there was a natural, um, unassuming way that people would invite them to church. We had pizza parties at our church. We provided funding and, 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 and meals for people to come back to the church and all those kind of things. And we created this fun atmosphere. And all that was through Victory Kids Sports, through its camps and through its and its, its massive reach in the schools. Right. So tell me the story of kind of, you know, when you launched, I mean, how did you, you know, what was what was the, you know, so Victory Church starts up. How many people were, were coming over from kid, uh, Victory Kids? When we launched on March 5th, we had 138 people at our launch. Okay. And we literally started off with a team of about 12 and then quickly built that to about 65 and and then just kept going. And so at our launch, we had 138 people at the launch, you know, and today we're way over that and reach way more people than that at this point in time. And so God has, you know, just strategically blessed us in, in such a way through this program. And we're just really excited about it. It's fantastic, man. How long have you guys been going? How long has the church plant been up? And Our right? church is literally a year and three months old. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic, man. That's so cool. Well, I just, I love the approach of going, um, you know, like I said, out into the community, going fishing, not just throwing the church service and, Hey, this is the best church service no one ever went to, right? Like you, you know, <laughs> church planners just, I always say that people do it wrong. You know, they, they, I mean, Hey, you know, uh, doing it at all is, is a brave task, but, um, the idea that you would think that you could start a church service and just non-believers are just going to want to come to it is just insanity, right? Doesn't matter if you have the best church service on the planet. Um, love what you guys are doing. How are you balancing, um, running uh, Victory Kids and running Victory Church? Uh, we're not balancing that. We're, we're neurotic <laughs> like every other church planner is, and you're trying to figure it out as you go along. What is the definition of balance? <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll I figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I, I think that's one of the things that we definitely are trying to, you know, be better at. Uh, really trying to work through that balance. But because, you know, we're still in that infancy stage of all these things, it's kind of like we never expected it to explode like this. Yeah. And so we're just literally riding the wave. And and once you get b- Big Mo, you know, you got to just keep going. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. It's fantastic. What have been some of the key lessons that you guys have learned? And you can couple that or answer separately. What have been the biggest challenges you face? Sometimes those are the same things, two sides of the same coin. Yeah, I think from my perspective, it would be staffing. Um, 
when we staff for Victory Kids Sports, as well as for Victory Church, we're looking to uh, essentially two of the same people. Um, and, and people are probably scratching their eyebrow right now. <laughs> Why would a sports company need the same thing that a church would need? Um, we need exciting, engaging people that love Jesus and love kids and love being in a family atmosphere that's multicultural and high energy. I'm looking for essentially the same thing on a soccer field. They just have one added skill. They can kick a ball around really well. So I think for me, it's the ebbs and flows of being very intentional in who I hire and making sure that they're not just someone that's hired, but someone that's in love with Jesus and in love with our ministry um, at Victory and and can articulate it and can show that passion and that love um, to anyone wherever they go. And that is difficult. And because of that, um, sometimes you don't hire as quickly um, because you, you're slow to hire and you're more quick to um, um, move people to different places on your team in order to fulfill their needs and their expectations better. Um, so, so I think from my perspective, it's, it's a plus and a minus. Um, and, and it's something that we're working through as we build um, our organization and as we build our church. Mm, that's good. How about for you, Stanley? I think one of the things that we definitely learned is learning to take more risk and and just really trusting God in those risks. You know, we're, we're such calculated people when it comes to strategy and, and trying to move pieces on a board. But, you know, when you found us, we were at Exponential, which is kind of like the Church Planters Olympics. OK, that is the, <laughs> that is the place where it all goes down. And you get I, to see all this Lollapalooza of church planning. Or planning. There, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And so, I mean, it, it's just an awesome experience. And we took a risk on that, you know, and we're the, the new young people uh, of the of the hour, I guess, per se, of the ball. And. And, you know, that was a risk that we were we were trying to figure out, you know, should we take this risk? You know, should we do this and should we do that? And, you know, and just the the overflow of the support that we've got from that was just, you know, just 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 crazy and ridiculous at this point in time. And so, you know, but we would have never took that risk had we just looked at it, you know, from a straight paper standpoint. But we took the risk. We jumped in, you know, two feet in and we're learning that, you know, take the risk and trust God. Right. And just hold on and just see where God takes you. And that's been an amazing journey for us. That's fantastic. That's yeah. You know what? Church Planner Magazine got it started exponential, truth be told. Awesome. Back in uh, 2013, we did the same. We, uh, we, 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 we jumped onto a booth there and um, the rest is history. But yeah, so, you know, it, it's really cool. You know, you guys are, are, are in there. You're doing this. Um, our listeners, we get a whole range, kind of like exponential. It'll be established church pastors. It'll be pastors that want to multiply, you know, pastors that feel like they're stuck, church planners that are in the game, but stuck church planners that haven't launched and people thinking about church planning. So you got this wide gamut, but I want to ask this question specifically for the church planner. Who's like, Hey, I'm bivocational. The church can't afford to pay me. Um, but I like this victory kids, uh, model. Um, if it, it, so, so here's the deal. The guy's not sitting on bank, but you know, the, this church planning team or, or, or leaders, they're saying we want to do this. Um, what, what's the budget? Like what, what does it set a church back to incorporate victory kids? How much, how much capital do they need to have set aside ready to invest in this? 
the beauty of what we do is that we work with a multiplicity of churches and we designed the program that way. We didn't want cost to be a factor for somebody being able to connect to a church or to Jesus. And so we wanted to make sure that we have customizable solutions for every size church. It doesn't matter if you've got 10 people that attend your church or you've got 10 million that you know attend your church. We have something for every specific person. And so we don't have per se a budget for you know a church of less than 100 people because we want to keep the same type of service and scale it to, to the level that they're at. That's really good. That's really good. Is there kind of a target that you can see for people where you would say, look, this is ideal to start with this many volunteers, this much of a budget for this. Is there kind of like an ideal that you can see? I get that you scale it, but is there an ideal? There, There is no ideal because every situation is different. There are some churches that want to engage schools and, you know, they might want five or six schools. There's there's some that just want to just do leagues in a neighborhood. And so it all ranges. So I can't give you a specific dollar amount budget wise, because, like I said, we have clients all across the board from mega churches to, you know, churches that are making major impact, but they're just smaller. Right. OK. Right. Excellent. Well, hey, I, I like this, guys. Um, what what are some things that you would say? Um, that you've learned about reaching people, lost people, unchurched people, people where they're at as a result of doing this? I think that we've learned that there's common ground. And the common ground is people want the best for their kids. They they want their kids to be valued. They want their kids to be whole. They want their kids to be a part of a, you know, a, a great program with good people and and to know that you know people aren't preying upon their children, and I think that that's the common ground. And we've realized that you know through Victory Kids Sports and and how that matriculates into our church, we have a huge kid focused church. It's very family oriented, and and the common ground it, and it it just supersedes you know ethnic classes and and an ethnic uh, and and sociological classes because people want the best for their kids. Mm. That's good. That's very good. Well, hey guys, thanks for coming on today. If, if people want to get in touch with you, how can they, uh, how can they get in touch with you and get involved? Absolutely. And and thank you for having us. This is a, this is truly a dream. (laughs) We're pushing ourselves right now to be able to just be on your show and, and to have an opportunity to talk to church planners and existing church pastors and mega churches. Um, So you can connect with us at victory kids sports dot org victory kids dot org um, you can also reach us um through facebook at the at victory kids sports very cool very cool so uh one more time say that again so at victory kid sports and then victory kid sports dot org. Okay. I just want to make sure because people are driving and stuff. I want to make sure they get that. Um, definitely get in touch with you guys. Um, they're cool. They're a cool couple. Um, they're nice and they're smart. You've heard them today. At least, at least Melissa's smart, you know, but I, she I, is. She's I've a smart of the two of us, but don't tell her that. Don't tell her that. <laughs> but I've been listening and the way that, uh, Stanley talks about Melissa, he's smart too. So yeah. <laughs> he's a smart one. <laughs> 
So, all right. Well, guys, thanks for coming on today. It has been Hardcore Church Planning. You've been listening to me, Peyton Jones. My guests today have been Melissa and Stanley Patton. Their ministry has been Victory Kids, and they are leading and planting Victory Church. And you can find more about them if you follow their prompts to get online. Arnold, sign us out. Remember, if you are called to church planting, go hardcore or go home. Hey, I want to give a big shout out to our number one sponsor. They've been with us for years. I know them personally. Uh, the founder is Josh Henry. He is an ex-church planner. If you wonder why we have so much fun with SimplifyChurch.com's uh, ads, it's simply because we love these guys. We believe in them. I have used them. Gosh, as a church planner, I found them and have been using them for donkey's years. And if you don't know, that means a really long time. So head on over to SimplifyChurch.com. They're going to help you do all the stuff that you need to do, but nobody taught you to do in seminary. Things like bookkeeping, uh, payroll, um, you know, uh, dealing with the IRS, making sure you're compliant, sending end of year uh, donor receipts. If you haven't done that yet, tis the season. Uh, you have until the end of January to get those out to your people. So make sure you head on over to SimplifyChurch.com and let them simplify your church. You've been listening to Hardcore Church Planning. Hardcore Church Planning has been brought to you by the Church Planner Podcast and the Church Planner Magazine, which is available in the App Store for both Apple and Android devices. If you like this episode, leave us a positive review. If you didn't like this episode, we'll be happy to give you your money back.